Hello, and welcome to Moving Markets by Julius Baer, a podcast series where our experts discuss the latest market developments and put the headlines in perspective to set you up for the coming day. Please listen to the important legal information at the end of this podcast. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. My name is Lucia Czaczulowicz. I am an investment writer at Julius Baer in Zurich, and I'm happy to be joined today by Mike Rauber from Investment Writing and Menzo Pocinzi, Head of Technical Analysis. So let's get started. Mike, could you please give us an overview of what has happened in the markets? Hello, Lucia. After delivering its best monthly return since 2020 last month, the S&P 500 index ended the first week of August basically where it began. But the tech-heavy Nasdaq rose 2% on the week. One sector that stood out last week was biotech, with one U.S. biotech benchmark rising 13%. The segment was helped by unconfirmed reports that Pfizer is in talks to buy global blood therapeutics for $5 billion. In economics, U.S. employment figures released on Friday showed non-farm payrolls climbing by 528,000 last month, more than double the median estimate. The U.S. economy has now recovered all the jobs lost during the pandemic. And so traders now see a 75 basis points increase in the Fed funds rate at the next Fed meeting as very likely. Treasury yields surged across the curve, with the 10-year yield rising 14 basis points to 2.83%. On the backdrop of these moves, the U.S. dollar also rose against its peers, with Euro-U.S. dollar at below 102, and one needs now more than 135 yen to buy one U.S. dollar. San Francisco Fed President Mary Daly said over the weekend that the U.S. Federal Reserve is far from done yet in bringing down inflation. And in fact, once this week is over, we will have a good idea of where global inflation is, with inflation data being reported not only in the U.S. on Wednesday, but also for a host of countries this week, including Hungary, Mexico, Brazil, China, Norway, Sweden, and India. The U.S. Senate has passed a landmark $437 billion U.S. dollar tax, climate, and health care bill with no votes from the Republicans. It allows for roughly $374 billion in climate and energy spending, such as expanded tax credits for renewable energy projects. The bill will be partially financed by a 15% minimum tax on companies making over $1 billion in a single year. Turning to commodities, after falling 14% last week, Brent oil is starting the week at over $95. Gold is at $1,773 announced this morning. In Asia, China is reportedly extending its military drills near Taiwan today but shares on the island are around the zero line. In economics, exports from China grew 18% last month from a year earlier, much faster than expected, while imports grew just 2.3%. And so the country's trade surplus reached a record high of 101.2 billion US dollars last month. In Hong Kong, the Hang Seng Index is 1% lower, brought on by weakness in tech stocks. The government said that it will reduce the period of time people entering the city must spend in hotel quarantine to three days from currently seven days. In earnings news, 
Berkshire Hathaway reports Q2 operating earnings of $9.3 billion over the weekend, up nearly 40% from last year. Despite the falling markets, the company was in fact a net buyer of equities during the quarter. Today, among the companies reporting are Porsche, Siemens Energy, BioNTech, and AIG in the U.S. In economic data releases today, besides the inflation data releases uh, this week, uh, as already mentioned, Switzerland unemployment data was reported early European time. It remained unchanged at 2%. On Friday, there is also Eurozone industrial production and the much-awaited UK GDP figures. And lastly, taking a look at European equity futures, they're indicating a positive start to the week. That's all from me. And back to you, Lucia. Thank you very much, Mike. Now, Menzo, over to you. What is your take on what's currently happening in the markets from a technical point of view? Yes, good morning. This is Menzo speaking. Uh, so basically, the key question for most investors is, are we witnessing here another bear market rally, or is this the start of a recovery into the second half? When we look at the charts, basically, we can get some ideas here. So when we look at the S&P 500, we see that the rebound is quite similar to the previous two rebounds. So we are here in the third rebound attempt of this year. Nevertheless, there is a minor improvement when we look here at the advanced decline line. Basically, we see here an improvement. So we are watching here out for more signals that uh, a broad-based rally can start and the recovery into the year end can be signaled. Um, for this to happen, we would need to, to see here maybe another one or two day broad-based rallies in the US where most of our short-term breath indicators would be put at bullish readings. The key level on the S&P 500 to watch is 4,200. Nevertheless, when we look at the S&P 500 against safe haven assets, then we see here a dramatic improvement. So, for example, the S&P 500 is trading above its 200-day moving average against investment-grade bonds, U.S. Treasury bonds, and gold. So this indicates to us that the investors are preferring equities to safe haven bonds. When we look at the other markets, basically, we see here uh, the fixed income market signaling an improvement in the high-risk space. So when you look at high-yield bonds, we see that uh, the yield to worst has most likely peaked. When we look at the relative uh, spread of U.S. high-yield bonds to treasuries, we see that they are back below 500 basis points. So this indicates to us that there is maybe a broad uh, rebound starting and the risk appetite from investors is improving. Keep in mind, the key number to watch is in the S&P 500 at 4,200 as major resistance. A break above this will signal a year-end rally. Thank you. Thank you very much, Mensur. And with that, we conclude today's episode of the Moving Markets podcast. Thank you very much to our speakers and thank you all for tuning in. We do hope that you'll join us again soon. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Moving Markets by Julius Baer. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to our show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. To learn more about Julius Baer, our people, or our latest thinking, visit us at www.juliusbaer.com. This is a podcast disclaimer. 
The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. The podcast content is intended for information purposes only and does not constitute an offer, a recommendation, or an invitation by or on behalf of Julius Baer to buy or sell any securities, security-based derivatives, or other products, or to participate in any particular trading strategy in any jurisdiction. Julius Baer does not accept any liability for any loss arising from the use of the podcast content. Please refer to www.juliusbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information.